We get these pills to swallow. Josh Homie. I love that song. No one don't don't do do boom don't do do do. That's a great riff. That song is almost twenty years old. Is what yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, wow. That the thing that's interesting about that song. You know the riff mm-hmm. before that song. Mm-hmm. That riff didn't exist. <laughs> that's true. It didn't exist in another song. It's true of most riffs. Yeah. That they didn't exist before the one Simon But a made. lot of those scripted songs, they steal those beats and those riffs. Right. But um, but but also, it's so now, and it's like fucking doom, 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 doom. Mm-hmm. Before Seven Nation Army. Mm-hmm. I hear that. That bass line didn't any exist. Any football stadium you go to, you're going to hear Seven Nation Army. But it's crazy to think that because if, and that came, I was well into my 20s. Well, no, mm-hmm. I, I was well into my 20s for Queens of the Stone Age, but not, I was in my teens for the White Stripes. But that feels like that song is, those songs have been around forever and ever and ever is my mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I can't imagine a time without those songs. Much like the Macarena. Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm your pal, Rachel. And I'm Sir Ian McKellen from the X-Men films. I'm so honored to be joined by Sir Ian McKellen of the X-Men films, not of anything else. No, solely, (laughs) mostly from the X-Men films. It's me, Sir Ian McKellen. This is what I sound like. (laughs) Who did he play in the X-Men films? I never saw them with, with Sir Ian McKellen. I was the main villain in those films, Magneto. Oh. I was the bad guy. I... Had magnets for hands. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Magneto, that would make sense, right? Well, it would it be like, Magneto? Well, you would think it would be Magneto, but it's not. It's, it's pronounced Magneto. Oh. When I would Is that read, like a British pronunciation? No, because the X-Men... Well, I don't fucking know. Maybe. When I would read the comics as a kid, I would say Magneto. Oh, okay. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, and then they said it differently. I bet you someone's just trying to fuck with you. <laughs> They're actually Magneto. Yeah, me. That yeah. was the goal. They were thinking about that when they were making me. Just X-Men you. Films. It might be all people who read the comic books and were also like, it's Magneto. Magneto. Mm-hmm. He has magnets for hands. Oh, like he's Neato? Neato. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's, it's a Monday night. Time to sit back and enjoy us talking for an hour about nonsense. I had Adrian, my lovely wife, mm-hmm. pick up the beers because mm-hmm. I didn't have time to, today to do it. Mm-hmm. When Adrian goes, mm-hmm. she gets the fancy Modelo's. Mm-hmm. Those are like $4. When I go, I get the shitty ones. How much are they? $1.69. <laughs> the 24-ounce cans of Miller High Life usually is what I get. But this is nice, Rach. Yeah, it's fancy. We're getting treated. It's Mexican. It's like we're taking out, getting, getting taken out to a fancy Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. right here in my apartment. Mm-hmm. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Um, starting to get warmer finally. I'm very much ready for spring. I figured you would be. You love this shit. I mean, I am tired of everything looking disgusting. I feel like winter in New York, unless there's beautiful snow on the ground, is not pleasant. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cold. Well, I, I, this is a very mild winter in New York, though. If you're being honest, it was like a couple yeah. of cold days. 
Yeah, but it's more so, it's just the, everything looks like dirty and gross. I'm just ready for it to be like clean and fresh and springy. Mm. Like nice spring clean, a Marie Kondo to the whole city. The smell of hot garbage as opposed to yeah, that's my the look that's, of... That's my favorite summer smell, the smell of hot garbage. And there's like giant dirty, roaches everywhere. Yeah. It's a really lovely place we live. Solid. The greatest city in the world. <laughs> I had to go to the Rite Aid mm-hmm. very early in the morning this past Wednesday because my son had woken up and he was sick and we had run out of the stuff we needed. So I went to the Rite Aid like around 5 in the morning or like 4.30 oh, in the wow. morning, 24-hour mm-hmm. Rite Aid. And I saw a bunch of rats. Mm-hmm. But even more than the rats, uh, uh, just a... Horde of stray cats <laughs> all over the place. But not chasing the rats. No, they were in different places. Oh, okay. I just saw one rat. Mm-hmm. But up here, I, mm-hmm. you don't really see... Well, I guess don't that's see a lot of rats. see rats. Is it the Rite Aid on 47th Street mm, in yes. Broadway? Yes. I, that's the only place I've ever seen rats around here is very close to that Rite Aid. Oh, really? Yeah, when I used to live over here. Interesting, mm-hmm. yeah. And, but, but just cats galore. Oh, yeah. Cats all over the place without homes. Yeah. All right. They just, they run this city. Yeah, they run it. Them and the rats and the roaches. Yeah. And the pigeons. Yeah. I don't know if they're all separate parties or if they like uh, have alliances, Mm -hmm. but. Well, you'd think the rats and the pigeons would be friends because they're the same. Yes. So maybe. Yeah. Or maybe. one has wings. Maybe they, they have a, because they're so similar, they butt heads. Yeah. I kind of feel like it might be like the cats and the pigeons. Could be. No, but cats yeah. kill birds. Yeah. Cats kill everything. The roaches definitely seem like a green party to me. Cats have no friends, though. Cats are like the Republicans. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who are the libertarians? Uh, oh, I don't know. That's a good mm-hmm. question. Who's the Democrats? The rats? Probably the pigeons. Really? I don't know. Well, then what are the pigeons? I don't know. This is going yeah. nowhere. <laughs> so we're Welcome upset. to the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. This is episode 307, mm-hmm. Should I Stay or Should I Go? It's the 44th episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation. But we've been just bombarded with two-parters recently, and there's been two-parters in the past, and I consider those to be just like one episode. So with that in mind, mm-hmm. this is the 37th episode of uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation. It's called Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I Stay or Should I Go is a clash song. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking you're going to have an answer, Rachel. Oh. What is your favorite Clash song? You're, you would be right, Pat. I even owned London Calling. Wow. I know. Isn't it amazing? It is amazing. Um, so I, I haven't listened to the Clash in years, though. I haven't thought about them in a long time much, except for that. Um, how long has Joe Strummer been dead now? Mm. Like 15 years? I would say around 15 yeah. years. The anniversary was recently. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Uh, other famous Clash members, Mick Jones and Paul Simonon, do a lot of stuff with Damon Albarn these days. Right. So they in did the, some Gorilla stuff, and then also Paul Simonon is in The Good, The Bad, and The Queen with God Damon Albarn. God save the Queen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wears a little top hat, but so does yeah. Damon. They all wear top hats in that band. Yeah. Got to have a special identity for each band that you have when you have four of them. He's got a lot of bands. Yeah, plus solo stuff. So <laughs> It's a lot. It's a lot to juggle. Mm-hmm. So I... I have a special place in my heart for Lost in the Supermarket. 
That would be my second. That's my number two. Really? It's just, I think it's such a great song. Um, and it's, it, the lyrics are silly, but not intended to be silly, but they just sound really silly when you hear them out of context. Sing it! Rock and roll! Right? That's the interesting. <laughs> um, so I love that song. And then the other thing, other one that I wanted to mention, because it... Uh, Is your favorite Clash song going to be a deep cut from London Calling? No. Ah, okay. Because that we're was going to be like, maybe we'll have the same, same one. one. Yeah, no, there's some great songs in there, but I... There's not a lot of, like, I like The Clash, but there's not a lot of, like, standouts for me. I, like, I think all the songs are kind of great. Like, I don't really have anything I hate and anything that I love more than anything else. But I was just going to do a quick shout out to some friends of mine who have a um, radio show podcast called Radio Clash. Mm. Um, and one is an American and one is a Canadian and they have a whole episode about how you say sorry. Oh, and, uh, I know at least one of them is a listener of our show, the Canadian. So shout out to Jamie and Clea. Oh, I love these. Radio Clash. You can find it on SoundCloud. It's a great radio show. Um, they used to do it live when we all lived in England, um, around the same time and they used to do a live radio show at, uh. The college they went to. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what is your so favorite? So, you're going to say Lost in the Supermarket yes, is yep. your answer. It's my answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But then just a special Radio Clash shout-out as well. This is Radio Clash on a Pirate Satellite. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Clash riffs. We're, we're talking about riffs. Yes. Right there are now. a lot of Clash riffs that have been stolen by everyone. I love that song, Train in Vain. That's a popular, mm-hmm. very popular song. But I mm-hmm. love songs. I've said this before. I love songs that sound like trains. And that... Uh, really sounds like a train, mm-hmm. so much so that it's called Train in Maine. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. knew what they were doing. They did. Uh, clashes, I, I probably say this a lot. You could probably go back through the episodes, and I've probably said this about yeah. 90% of them. Yeah, which but is I'm, why I don't I'm, believe that you have ever a favorite. I'm going to say it again. The Clash is one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they were one of the earliest bands that I like really cared about. Like mm. I really gave a shit about. Mm-hmm. And like... I found them and 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 like I'll be honest, like I think I got to the clash because of Rancid. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> I'm not sure how I got to the clash. I think that I heard them a lot on the radio in the early nineties, mid nineties that were just playing like old songs. Yeah. Yeah, um, like I so knew it, the it was hits. just like part of like what I heard on a daily basis. I knew the hits and then Rancid were like huge clash marks and then yeah. to the to the point where like they basically made like a their version of a clash album mm-hmm. life will wait was like a clash record and so i got and then i just like fucking became obsessed they had like re-released all those albums mm-hmm. in like the mid 90s and i just like dug into every single one of them i was like i'm i was a nutcase for this band yeah i think i had the re-release of uh London, London calling. calling. Yeah, I didn't think about it. Well, that, they, that they, I've had London calling in about 57 different varieties <laughs> of something or other. Now you just have it embedded in your ear whenever you want to listen mm-hmm. to I it. Just pick it up. That's one of my favorite albums. Like, I, you could laugh and say, I say every band's my favorite band. That's true. But I can, like, I have a list of my favorite, favorite albums. And that's yeah. in, mm-hmm. that was like, that was, um, uh, Fighting for number one with the Smiths, the Queen is Dead, and I can't remember what ended up winning out. Look at you liking all these British bands. Well, British music, like rock and roll is like, but to be fair, like, I love a lot of British bands. That is true. But like, Mm -hmm. people who try to say that like punk rock started in England 
are wrong. That's not the case. That's a that's not just history. Uh, will, will has facts to show that it's where did it start? It started in New York City, where mm-hmm. everything fucking starts. Mm-hmm. The greatest city in the world. What? Who started the Ramones. it? Ramones. Mm-hmm. The Ramones are the first punk band. The fr- that that first They're album. They're pre Sex the Pistols. Yes, one hundred percent. When did it come out? The Sex Pistols openly admit that they were just trying to make the Ramones' first album in their own mm. like their version. Well, they openly admitted it then. They would not say that now. Yeah, yeah. They are before the Sex Pistols. Uh, mm-hmm. But either way, The Clash are a great rock and roll band. One of my favorites, as I've said a thousand times over. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go deep. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to go deep on them. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows The Clash. My favorite Clash song is uh, The Card Cheat off of London Calling. It is a deep cut. Mm-hmm. I do hate being like the douchebag who always like, picks the deep cuts. I well, also sometimes love deep Lost. cuts are favorite songs. Like... I also love Lost in the Supermarket. I love The Guns of Brixton. Yeah, Guns of Brixton is a great, great song. song. I love uh, Clampdown, Career Opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a, a left-wing rock and roll band mm-hmm. trying to save the world. I also love... Uh, big audio, big audio dynamite too. Oh yeah, which is a great group that came mm-hmm. from the yeah that r- was arose from the ashes mm-hmm. of the Clash. Mm-hmm. Mick Jones also some great stuff. Mm-hmm. So the Clash are great. I mean, we're yeah. just gonna you know we could gush all day. Yeah, um, so many wonderful them. British references too. I would like write Clash lyrics down in like notebooks. That's what my mom used to do with Beatles lyrics. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I love that band. They're yeah. a great, great band. I think that London Calling is such a classic and the first album is such a classic. Mm-hmm. Everything else falls kind of like in between. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Combat Rock is a classic because it has the two big mm-hmm. hits. Yeah, I mean, even if I hear like Rock the Casbah on the radio, I'm not going to be mad about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, those songs are great. Should I Stay or Should I Go, which is the title mm-hmm. of this It's episode. a great song, it's too. It's a great song. Rudy Can't Fail. That's oh, a great song. great song. Jimmy Jazz. Mm-hmm. London Calling is like 19 songs long, and legitimately every song is great. Yeah. And it's all kind of like over the map. Nothing kind of sounds like the song before it, and mm-hmm. it's kind of just like this big sort of like, it's almost as if you're like putting the radio on, mm-hmm. and songs are playing. London Calling is a great song. Yeah. There we go. We did it. Yeah. We talked about music. We did. We talked about it. And we didn't... We both had songs. We both had stuff to say. Yeah. That was great. Well, they were British, so you were going to have something Obviously, to say. Obviously, yeah. I'm excited to see what you think of the Icicle Works next week. I'm excited to hear about your <laughs> deep thoughts about uh, the Icicle Works. How much you love all the discography of the band, uh, the Icicle Works. <laughs> Can you tell me more about that? Well, we'll get to it. It's next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Just excited to hear all your Can't um, all your thoughts about them. Wait. Icicle work. It might just be icicle works, but we'll get to that next Can't week. Can't wait. Be on your toes, For fellas that. and gals. Yeah, I know you're you guys are not gonna be able to wait a whole week. To find out what Rachel's thoughts on the icicle works are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> this episode. Yeah, Oof. this episode, uh, yeah. Uh, it starts out with a Crashly makeout session. Yeah. And Craig reaches for Ashley's belt, and she says, whoa. And then she tells Craig that she loves him, 
and he can't say it back to her. And he never explains why he can't say it, why it's hard for him, unless it just, like, that's an excuse for him not wanting to say that he loves her. He uh, brings it up multiple times. He keeps saying, And she like, says at one point, she's like, I know, I get it. And I'm, and I'm, like, I'm, but I was I'm like, like, I don't what? think you do. Because And I mean, obviously we're supposed to read into it because his like, dad beat him up. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's this thing where uh-huh. like kids, teenagers in general will do that. Like, I just, I just can't say I love you. I'm just, it's like hard for me to say it. And it's like, motherfucker, you are, have no life experience. Yeah. It should, I said I love you to everyone who like looked at me twice. It's <laughs> like, who gives? Yeah. Like, it's just so heavy. I, I just, I can't say it. Fuck off. Why? Yeah, no. Like, if you can stick your hand down her pants, you can also say I love you. He was really looking to graduate from uh, dry fucking mm-hmm, this week. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get in this was those like, pants. So I looked up something about this episode because I wanted to find something out um, about one of the songs. And I found out that Craig, uh, Jake Epstein, got nominated for an award for his performance in this episode. And I was like, he was terrible in it. I thought, like, he just seems like, A, not like Craig from uh, what we've seen so far. He seemed a little bit off to me. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm more forgiving of the acting on this show than you are. I think (laughs) you really hold it to a very high standard. I think it was literally the got nominated for award based on this episode. what award? Like, best actor (laughs) in in, in season three of Degrassi? It was called, like, the Gemini Award. I don't know what that was. Um, I didn't notice, I didn't find him to be noticeably bad, but I didn't notice anybody really. Yeah. It was kind of a, you thought he was very, it also took me a hot second to realize exactly what the B story was going to be because I felt like there were two threads and then one got lumped into the A story. Well, what do you think? Well, because it starts off with, um, Paige's birthday. Paige's birthday, but also like Manny and Sully. And I wasn't yeah, sure that, that was... Yeah, there were a lot of stories. Bro. That was going to be connected, and then it was... Sully! I think this is the last that we see Sully, though. Sully! Which I'm really thankful for. Hey, Sully! <laughs> yeah, lacrosse boy Sully. Carl he tried S- to buy that iPod. Oh, right. <laughs> right, right, right. That nameless MP3 player. So yeah, Craig didn't want to tell Ashley that he loved her, but not because he didn't love her, but because some traumatic things in his past have caused because him to Because it was hard for him. It. Get the fuck out of it here. It was such bullshit. You're a teenager. I mean, honestly, like even if your dad beat you up and is dead and what your mom died, that has nothing to do with your girlfriend. And it's not like he was in a past relationship where someone forced him to say I love you and tortured him until he said it. Like what traumatic experience you have that it's hard for you. Well, it just be seems easy like bullshit. Say, it, well, I, it would be easy to, to say bullshit or well, like... You know, you know what it is? It's lazy writing. Well, it's lazy writing, but I do think that teenagers do Stop. do that shit. <laughs> I think that teenagers actually do that. They do? I do think so. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Well, so do adults. Yeah. I think that <laughs> fucking people do that, pull that shit all the time. I think it's less about him not wanting to say it and more. And I think this is the case for a lot of people who say things like, it's just really hard for me to say I love you. Mm-hmm. It's less about like not being able to say I love you because of some past thing and more about I want to be like fucking mysterious. Yeah. And I want to have like a backstory. Yeah. Fuck off. As a 34 year old, I really hated Craig in this episode. As like a 14 year old, I would have been totally in love with him. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You would have definitely. Oh, my God. Yeah, Every guy sure. I loved was some mysterious guy who played a guitar. And if he wrote me a song, like, forget it. This show does goes, does a lot of like people forcing other people to listen to them sing songs about them, and I find <laughs> it to be unbearable to watch. Mm-hmm. I find it to be so embarrassing. I brought it up a mm-hmm. hundred times because Ashley made Jimmy listen to that fucking mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. where she like talked shit about him mm-hmm. and like told him he was a dumb dumb. But I can't do it. I would be so embarrassed. Yeah, to if listen someone to was song. singing to me. Yeah. So it's one thing to write a song for somebody, yeah. record it and give it to them and be like, I'm out. Let me know what you thought. I'm done. Yeah. It's another thing to like, have to look into their eyes. Yeah. Like I can't I even look into your eyes this. when we record this podcast. <laughs> it's too traumatic. I'm sorry. I just can't. <laughs> so yeah, he can't say I love you. And she's like mad about it. Mm-hmm. And then he sings her a song and the lyrics are, Something about the way you shine when the lights go out. I want to make you mine. Something about the way it seems you'll always be in my dreams. I looked it up. to. This is why I looked up the show. This episode was to see if that was someone's song or not. And it's a Jake Epstein original. But it's pretty much just lyrics from other people's songs. Because if you look up any one set of those lyrics, they're in someone else's song. Oh, really? It ended with him going, I'm in love. With you. And I was like, oh, you got. And he does that thing where, like, his lower lip, like, goes in when he sings. It's like an <laughs> You're emo paying a lot fucking of attention. thing. Oh, God, I God. love those emo bands so much. The honorary title. Yeah, all those guys were misogynists. Well, you're not all of them, but, <laughs> but as, the in, one as preeminent the, one. Oh, that music was. The scene as a whole is <laughs> very. Well, a lot of those songs were like... All those guys were like stood up by some girl at some point and pissed off about it. Yeah, they're all about how like girls are mean to them. Yeah. Although, especially, well, Dashboard Confessional, who's like people love, you know, they mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. Their like early songs are all like that. They're yeah. all fucking like, woe is me, like I, fucking I'm so sad that you broke yeah, my heart. Yeah, yeah. But that song, uh, Hands Down, mm-hmm. Breathe In For Luck, that song is fucking great. Mm. That song is fucking great. I love that song. And uh-huh. that's a celebration of love. Yeah. I never Best liked Dashboard Confessional. Remembered, always remember. I know. I love that song. <laughs> that's the best dash. You know who loves Dashboard? Who loved? I don't know oh. if she still loves, but uh, our good friend, our good uh, fellow broomhead, uh, Lindsay. Oh, I think she Adrian Lindsay really liked Dashboard Confessional, right? Okay. Lindsay was really into Dashboard Confessional, right? D board confesh, that's what she called them. D board <laughs> confesh. <laughs> the star on the stereo, the flag of your mind went through your fingers. And I recently was talking. I like it wasn't even recently. It was a long time ago, but I like had posted something about how. How much I like that song, Hands Down. Mm-hmm. Hey, is it called Hands Down? Hey. I don't know. I didn't like Dashboard Confessional. Hands clean? Hands down? Hands clean? Hands down. Hands clean? Hands, Hands down. down. I like that song, and I was like posting about it, and Lindsay was like, you know, the live version is so much better. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's the best. The Lindsay. only song I remember is Screaming Infidelities, which is a god-awful song. Your hair, it's everywhere. How did we get to Dashboard? Oh, because, yeah, because Craig is like Chris Caraba. 
Yeah. Um, but I like the hands down. The, yeah, hands down. Breathing for luck. But those songs are all about like dudes blaming girls because the girls don't like them. Yes. It's very much like uh, JT being mad at Manny a couple of weeks ago because Manny didn't like JT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like Chris Caraba. And then Emma's feeding into that too because Emma's mad that <laughs> Manny doesn't want to go out with JT. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. Something that's going to surprise you. What's that? I was not a big fan of Manny's attitude and, and uh, whole, the whole deal in this episode. Good, because I really wasn't either. Yeah. So I'm glad because I was like ready to go off about that. Yeah, I was not into it. <laughs> so so, so uh, Craig so, sings this song. Well, yeah. So, well, actually, before that even, mm-hmm. the, Craig goes to school and he complains to Marco. Well, he starts asking Spinner about trying to get to home base. Oh, God. I'm conv- I have not talked about. Do you not know what the bases are? I do. We've talked about them on the show, haven't we? But is it? I mean, it's home plate when you play baseball. So is it home plate or is it home base? They say home base, Rachel. You're okay. really that's you're really yeah. getting. Little I really need nitpicky. to make sure I'm exactly right with what I say, so no one makes fun of me for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you're gonna listen to me. It's more okay. It's here's completely. here's here's actually. Mm-hmm. You know what it really is? What? It's like first base, second base, third base, home run. Gotcha. Like, Bonin is a home run. Mm-hmm. So they're talking about getting to the home plate slash base, getting a home run. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above. And Spinner has not been there with Paige yet, and he, but he and Paige are very lovey-dovey. They're really into each other. Yeah. Um, and Marco, like, listens to Craig about all this stuff. And he's like, well, why don't you like, you have to express your emotions. Like, and then they're selling flowers for some unknown reason. Well, because they needed the plot device to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, there are a bunch of people selling flowers. I'm assuming it's like Valentine's day or something similar, but we don't even know that they haven't made any allusion to that. And they're wearing these shirts that say D G A A. And I'm not sure. I'm assuming D is Degrassi. And I don't know what the rest of it stands for. I think for. it's director's guild of America, America. <laughs> Of Canada. <laughs> yeah, OC oh, on the back. America, America is Canada. Right, America, America. <laughs> Duh. If you say it twice, it's it's bizarro, America. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so Craig decides to buy Ashley not one rose, but a dozen. Yeah. And then Liberty's like, you want to write a card? And he says, I don't need to. And she's like, for a girl, you need to write a card. And Craig the idiot writes, you rock, Ash. When she just said, I love you last night, and he didn't answer her, which is yeah, like that was some really real dumb. shitty, shitty behavior. That was really stupid. Uh, yeah, you think that girl's going to want to sleep with you now? Probably not. They that really ninth, got... Ninth, tenth grader? Tenth grader. Oof. Tenth, yeah. In keeping with the baseball metaphors, mm-hmm. really keeping Liberty on the old uh, bench, huh, for these oh, episodes? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they, they brought in someone... <laughs> Who's been away on a travel team? Apparently, I'm really reaching for a metaphor here. We saw Terry for the first time in like six, seven episodes. Hilarious because I literally was like, "Oh, did they say that?" I believed that they may have <laughs> excused her absence by saying she was on a travel team. Can we quickly go back to yeah. the Spinner Page mm-hmm. Marco that whole thing? Yeah, yeah. So Marco is giving Craig advice, and and Spinner box at the advice that he gives when he's like. What would you know about home 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 run? You're too busy checking out the Bat Boy. Yeah. Which A is a kind of a good line, but also B is this 
he would be checking out like all the baseball. Yeah, it's <laughs> not just the bat boy. He the only person he might not check out is the bat girl. Yeah. If there happens to be he, that's one. I was like spinner. That's like actually a great. We talk about lazy writing. That's actually good writing in a way because Spinner is like dumb enough, like yeah. unbelievably like dumb <laughs> enough to not think. Oh, he'd want to bone the whole team. Yeah, exactly. Because the hot baseball players are hot. Exactly. You know. So he's still not over Marco being gay is what we're getting at. Yeah. But Marco understands what Craig needs to do. He listens to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he sends the fuzz just a stupid note, so Ashley's mad. Mm -hmm. And that's when he sings the song that Mm -hmm. ends with, I'm in love with you. (laughs) Gross. So gross. Um, Manny sees him sing it, though, and Manny is soaked. She's just like, oh, and this is after Sully, who keeps calling her boo. Oh, right. Sully didn't send her a rose. No, Sully didn't send her a rose, but she sent him one. And, like, and then she said, so why didn't you send me one? And he gives, this is actually great. Yeah. He should be the MVP. That's a, he gives her his rose and goes, just pretend I got it for you. Yeah. He's an idiot. Like, but I also just love that, like, oh, okay. It, Manny makes me so sad. In this episode, if that makes sense, completely. Like, have you complete have you started watching Shrill? Well, we should get into we should get to why what happens what, yeah. what like the deal is. Yeah. So Manny sees Craig sing that song, and she is drenched. Mm-hmm. And uh, so well, so then after this, there is the surprise party for Paige that Ashley's supposed to help throw with Spinner. It's going to be at Ashley's house. There's a curfew because after that last party with the ecstasy, right? Yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah. that's not going to happen again. So. Um, Ashley's like, Craig, you can stay over tonight. Cause she's also soaked. Exactly. Cause she's like, you you wrote a song for me. I'm into it. We're gonna Let's fuck. We're going to fuck later. It's yeah. going to be great. So she tells him this. He's like, awesome. So then he decides to share it with the most idiotic boy at their school, <laughs> Spinner. I was just like, of all of the people, you chose Spinner. Um, so Spinner like is high fiving him, and Paige points out like, "Oh, what are the guys doing?" Like, Paige, which like who? They're dudes. They're yeah, just they're high-fiving. probably doing that anyway. They're talking about sports scores, and then it makes Ashley suddenly be like, "Oh, what's going on?" Um, but then Spinner blows up that bubble to make it look like a penis. Yeah, or a condom. <laughs> oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes one or the other, sense. and then is like making, and then Ashley figures out that Craig told. Spinner and yeah. she's like this was a private thing between us um, I can't believe you told him and so I want a gets, divorce she he said. gets huffy and and leaves so they kind of break up and but it's like not even a breakup it's just a fight like it's not it's, but then later she's like I want to get back together so I think there might have been a something said about this isn't working or something I don't know no okay I thought that it was more so just like uh, I'm mad at you, and then it's literally the next day that she's like, "Can we talk about this?" Yes. Um, but Manny's at the party because Sully won't go with her because um, he had something else to do. I don't remember what it was. Um, he was probably. being awesome. He <laughs> was off being somewhere being awesome with his MP3 player and his tiny sunglasses. Do I kind of like Sully now? <laughs> Sully. Um. So Manny sees this opportunity and then like pursues Craig hardcore. She chases after him. She chases after him and does everything to just have to be in the right place at the right time. Now, I have one question. 
Yeah. She's when she's chasing him, she's wearing a that pink outfit mm-hmm. and she's carrying along with her a pink cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. Did she wear that pink cowboy hat at all in the episode? No. Man, that was a great look. I know. I was that's interesting that I she was just carrying it with her. On her head. <laughs> what a great look. Yeah. And oh, this just then she goes back to Craig to the band rehearsal space and she's like this is like a movie. Or like a video, like it's very weird, and she's just like Manny re- wants to bone zone boys. Yeah, she's into boys hardcore, and even Craig is like standoffish about it, which is interesting. Like she kind of like pushes to kiss him and put, and he's just kind of like no, and then like that kiss was gross. Yeah, it was much really like gross. the last week with uh, Emma and Sean. This but I just felt like, I mean, okay, Manny and Ashley aren't friends, but I was like, that's some real like girl code. No, no. Like you don't do that. I mean, they're not, but yeah, I mean, she went with the express intent to, to at yeah. least make out with. Yeah, someone who just had a fight with his girlfriend. Like, yeah, yeah, but which, she she doesn't. I I agree. You're right. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You should not do that. Yeah. No, you should not do that. So it made me very. I was just like pissed off at Manny for that because I couldn't remember how the whole Manny Craig thing came back around. <laughs> me neither. I didn't know either. Um, but I feel like that. But it was also just kind of weird because I'm like, you guys went on a date before, like a year ago, and now you're like. Well, I think that it's like recently because she saw him sing that song. Yeah, that was the end of it. She was like, "Oh my god, her her mm-hmm. underpants were soaked, mm-hmm. so soaked." <laughs> Just like so, needed to change her pants entirely. Uh, yeah, she probably did. I bet you she mm-hmm. had to change her whole pants. Mm-hmm. Um, the she's got tunnel vision. Yeah, she sees she's she's boy crazy. Yeah, listen, it happens. But what I was gonna I'm say, not mad at her about that. I'm mad at her for like I'm more mad at her. For resorting to like, this is where you recorded the song. Can you sing it for me? Like the damsel yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I want her to own it. Like I'm yeah, not mad at her yeah. for wanting to like bone dudes. I yeah. love that. Bone as many dudes as you want. But I want her to stop being like, oh, I'm being like cutesy about it. I, she should be like, let's bone, dog. Yeah. Like, I mean, if Craig had gone after the first person that he met after fighting with Ashley, then this would all be on Craig. But I really felt like th- this was a Oh, lot it's of also very much on Craig. He bones. He doesn't have to sleep with her. No, no. But I'm saying that I'd still... Manny pushed it so hard in a way that I, I mean, was yeah, like, but not that's comfortable still, with. It's still... It's, you, it's very easy for him to go, you know what? I have a girlfriend. Yeah. And not sleep with her. Mm-hmm. It's both of them. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. I think, because I think that he very, had every opportunity to be like, Mm -hmm. this is probably good. good, Yeah. But they do bone. Mm -hmm. We don't know that at the moment, at the time. No, we know that. We know, well, it's kind of implied the next day almost. Right, right. Because Manny's so happy and, but she won't tell Emma what it is. And then Craig walks by and he's like ignoring Manny because he's regretting what he did. She's a grade nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a like naivety with Manny that I don't totally understand because I was never that person. Well, there's also, I think there's a reason why they hit hammered you over the head at the beginning about like how sheltered she was, like how yeah. her parents wouldn't let her go out. So this is like big time rebellion. Mm-hmm. So they bone. Yeah. Oh, I was going to bring up, uh, what I started to bring up before was have you started to watch Shrill? I watched the first episode. I think that's enough. Where like so the same kind of like 
thing that happens with A.D. Bryan's character that happens with Manny of like these women who are like, I'll just do these things. So these people will love me. Totally. And it makes me so sad and so angry. And so like wishing that they knew that that wasn't going to help them. Right, 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 right. And it's just, Oh, so watching this, I was just like, Oh, I can't, I can't. I'm not saying you, I mean, I think it's more, it's easier to forgive that in a 13 year old. Mm hmm. Because she don't know any better. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of feel like like a thirteen year old and like a twenty two year old are not that the same. <laughs> they're not. They're not that. It's like on a spectrum. Is of she's things. supposed to you be twenty two years old on that show. She's supposed to be pretty young hmm. because it's supposed to be. It's based on uh, Lindy West, yeah, Lindy West essays, book. and it like that all happened when she was like younger, beginning her career. Yeah, it's not like her now. Right. In her right. 30s. Right. Um, yeah. Manny was, yeah. It, it is sad. It is sad. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, people is... learn those lessons at different points in time, like whether or not you're 13 or you're 22, like, or whatever, however old you are. Like, sometimes until that happens, you haven't figured that out. But it just makes me so sad for them. Right. Um, at the end of the episode, especially, it's sad. I think. Mm-hmm. I actually do feel bad for Manny. I feel a little bit bad, but it's one of those things where I, I mean, it's hard as an adult to sit there and be like, you really thought that was going to, like, this guy totally. wanted to be your boyfriend. Like, he literally did not write the song for you. He wrote the song right. for the girl he just had a fight with, <laughs> yeah. like, and you jumped in on that. Like, So they get to school, and uh, Melissa McIntyre runs out, and she says, I totally overreacted. I talked to Paige about it. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. She was sorry. She was sorry. Um, and she was like, let's get... They do say, I, I want to get back together. Somebody says that. Mm-hmm. And Manny's standing there and she hears the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then Ashley says, I love you to Craig. And he says, I love you too. Mm-hmm. Linda Schuyler. Schuyler. Yeah, Linda Schuyler. Fuck that. Oh, no, Schuyler. Linda Schuyler. Linda Schuyler, Stephen Stone. What if you don't actually say his name's Stone? It's like Stahone. <laughs> Stan, Linda Skyler and Steven Stan. Do you? <laughs> the thing is, if is if Craig, I mean, we wouldn't have this episode if Craig had just said "I love you." This never would have happened. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show you. Totally. Tell people you love them. Yeah. Lie. Moral of the story. I mean, the thing is, I think he probably does love Ashley. Of course he does. He's you, just an idiot. When you're 14, if you're with someone, you love them. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's just the way it is. Exactly. Um, Feel those feelings. They Linda Schuyler Steven stoned over uh, Craig's kind of like sad-ish face. Like he doesn't feel great about what happened. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's that, but he still did it. And yeah. She still did it. I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. I love Manny so much. I don't love watching her be like a bummer. Yeah. I like watching bummer Manny stories. I like Well, I think that, see, I more so feel like they're all humans and sometimes they have good moments and sometimes they have bad moments. Sometimes they're bummers. Yeah. Did you see Aubrey Graham in that 50 Cent t-shirt at the party? Yes. It's pretty fat. Yeah, and they were talking about Eminem last episode. It's the time. They're getting into, you're foreshadowing the career of (laughs) Aubrey Drake Graham. (laughs) Jimmy Brooks. Jimmy Brooks. Brings us to Drake, Jimmy Brooks, Graham, Aubrey, Drake, Jimmy Brooks, Graham, the third. third. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Beast.
story. Oh, this Speaking of bummers. Yeah. <laughs> Snake is a real bummer in this it's episode. It's just like <laughs> Snake is mad because he has cancer. Yeah, Snake is like, I mean, I get it. Chemo probably sucks. Yeah, why are you in teaching school? Like, I don't know. I just like, he just is like so miserable. Um, and what is implied through the entire by the end of the B story or in the middle of it is essentially that like he's just waiting to die and that's why he's mad. But I just kind of thought that he felt like shit because he was going through chemo at the beginning. But Spike is really trying to like be really cheery and be like, here's your lunch here. I made you your favorite nachos. And he's just like, I can't eat anything. I'm going to throw up. By the way, it's so, I mean, I can say this from sad experience. Mm -hmm. It is very difficult to take care of a sick person because yeah, it's hard to be a fucking sick person. You don't yeah. know what's going to happen. And you're fucking angry. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that kind of hit home for me a little bit because I've been there and I've mm-hmm. seen that exact sort of, like, thing happen. Mm-hmm. You're just fucking bummed. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But Spike Snake. Snake doesn't have a death sentence. Mm-hmm. So when he comes home... And Joey he comes also over. just started chemo. Right. Like it's pretty yeah. new. Yeah. So I'm surprised he's that pessimistic because he doesn't seem like that kind of guy. No, not usually. But it will do it'll do weird things to you, I think. Yeah. So Joey comes over and he's like, We're gonna go bowling. And he's sp- Snake is like, No, I'm not going bowling. I don't feel good. And fucking Spike is great. Mm-hmm. She's like, Archie, you are not dead. Put the fucking shirt on and go bowling with your friends. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Yeah, I did too. I also really loved Spike's very 2003 hair where she has the chunks of highlights yeah. in the front. You were into that? It was into that. I definitely had that at some point. I also had Ashley's haircut in this episode. You did? Yeah, I had that haircut. That's actually like, a pretty... In a, like 2005. I think that's a pretty good haircut. Yeah. I mean, my hair didn't do as much of that fluffing out kind of thing, like... Especially because it was a little bit longer in the back and a little shorter on the sides. I actually, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm not doing a bit. I mm-hmm. think that's a pretty solid haircut. Yeah, I feel like Ashley's hair is coming back to normal. She's like, look, she's looking good. She's yeah. still a fucking wet blanket, though. <laughs> I don't blame Craig for for bone zoning uh, Manny. Manny's like fun. She wears pink cowboy hats and shit. Oh my god, Manny's outfit like when she's wearing uh, shorts and a crop top like <laughs> tracksuit. I'm like, do your parents let you leave or do you, let your house out like that or like do you wear other? You're in school. Like I can't believe the school lets her wear that. And you're supposed to be from the house that like is you're not allowed to like sleep over. Amazon's. Yeah, there's a point where she's wearing that and. Um, Marco says to Craig, Manny's just putting it out there, all out there. And Craig is like, never noticed. I haven't noticed. Do you think he was kidding or? No, he was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Because the way he said it was definitely sarcastic. But he was also like not interested in that. Like, I think that that was part of the point that it was making too. After that date where she seemed like a child. Craig had kind of put it out of his mind. She hasn't grown up very much. No. Unfortunately. She just wears sexier clothes now. So they go bowling. Mm-hmm. And then someone shows up and they don't tell us until halfway through the scene who that person is. Well, I immediately <laughs> knew who I was, was like, I think I know who this must be. But then he, I, I forget. He kept saying snake. And so I was just like, well, he knows snake up. <laughs> well, the other thing was like, snake was like, not that happy to see him. Yeah. So, okay. S- spoiler alert. It's, it's their old it's friend's wheels. wheels yeah. Who I always thought was called wheels because he was in a wheelchair. He is not, <laughs> not. in a wheelchair. He just liked cars and mm. got drunk and murdered a kid and mm-hmm. killed a kid by mistake. Apparently. Oh, sorry. He just killed a kid? 
Yeah, he was drunk and then he killed the kid. <clears throat> so it's it's unclear if they've talked. I mean, they must have talked. I mean, I guess it is clear to people who've watched the show. They probably yeah. know what happened. But Sp- Snake seems like pretty bummed that he's there, but then they're talking and he's like, I just feel like I want to die. And Wheels, and that's when he's like, I just feel like I want to die, Wheels. And that's when you find out it's Wheels. Yeah, yeah. And then Wheels is like, well, I killed a kid. Don't you think I know what it's like to feel like you want to die? Mm. And I was like, oh, wait, Snake wants to die? (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is where we're going with this? Uh, Right, yeah. that was Also, having looked at this episode, apparently this is the last appearance of Wheels on this show. (laughs) So we saw him once in Next Generation, and that's it. So we got to go back and watch the originals if we want to find out more. And then they drive home and they're singing the fucking only song they, the only like thing they do, that Zit Remedy song. Yes. They sing that song all the time. It's like, do you guys have any other thing? They to don't know any other about? songs. But even like, is that the only thing that your friendship is, is like to get drunk they, and sing? They fucking... couldn't get the rights to any other songs <laughs> for the show. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why there's that classy Jake Epstein original in there. They're really living in the past, these guys. Oh my God. I mean, they're like 30. Remembering their high school years. They'll take your money. Right. Apparently. And then uh, they all, and Archie Simpson slaps all their bald heads because they're all bald now, Mm -hmm. including Wheels, who is not in a wheelchair. Not in a wheelchair, just likes cars. And killed a kid with one. Killed a kid. And used one to kill a kid. I don't know. I mean, I guess we have to find out Wheels' backstory. He must have. Well, I also like how they said something, Snake said something about losing his eyebrows, but he definitely still has his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. They didn't make him shave it for the show. Yeah. Just his head. He yelled at Kendra to get out of yeah. the flowers. And everyone would be, they were too loud to take the decibel <clears throat> level down lower. Aww. I felt bad for him. I get it. I don't, I, I would be wallowing too, probably. Yeah. I'd it be just, sad. He yeah. just had a baby. I'm sure like all this stuff is weighing heavily on him. Yeah. I like Snake. Yeah, I do too. And he, but he came around, he had a great time with his friends and there's a lot of shots of Emma just smiling and looking in this episode. She doesn't yeah. say anything. Oh, she says something to Manny at the end, by the way. She and just they were talking. And they seem like they're friendly again. Emma yeah. Yeah. Rocky Road though. Rocky Road those two. You like Rocky Road ice cream? Yes. I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the fish food. I love fish food. Mm-hmm. I could go for that right now. Fish food is so good. I could l- take or leave the chunks of chocolate fish, though. Yeah, it's just the chocolate ice cream with the marshmallow and caramel. It's delicious. So I, I'm not saying, I'm not like throwing the chocolate fish away. Although sometimes I don't eat all of them. Really? You leave them in the bottom? Sometimes. Wow. Sometimes there's too many of them. Fish food's dope. Ben mm-hmm. and Jerry's has good ice cream. They do. They do. I do love the Ben and Jerry's. Benjamin and Gerald's. Mm-hmm. That's the full name. Of Geronimo? Them. Geronimo. Yeah. Ger- Benjamin and Geronimo. Geronimo. <laughs> Is that it? That was That's it. Episode, that was the whole episode. It kind of sucked. Yeah, it's not a great episode. No. I didn't think it was a great episode. Yeah. It this was... time our go there may be uh, similar to how we felt about the episode. You think? Do you think it went there? Let's do it. Oh, no. Do your MVO. Okay, Rachel, M- should I ask you? Yeah. Rachel, what was your most valuable outfit? Valuable? Well, that's how I say it because I'm that, doing like my radio voice. like a George voice. W. Bush. I'm uh, doing my radio voice. Nuclear. No, valuable is, uh, <laughs> valuable is a way to 
pronounce that word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I sure. say the valuable like that every week. <laughs> valuable. Every week I say it like And that. I'm not listening. Well, and you also then listen back to the podcast yeah. like nine times. <laughs> Multiple times. And How about all the hear? dancing at the party? I we know. didn't talk about that. There's like so many people we don't know dancing. And Hazel's just over yeah. there cutting a rug. And she was dancing with Paige who said nothing. She said one line in this episode. Yeah. So. I wonder if they pay them per line. So what was your most so valuable So my most valuable outfit, outfit is uh, obviously Manny's in the school. In the school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The shorts and the... The shorts and the top. Do you think your most valuable outfit would have been the party outfit if you saw her in the hat? Quite likely, yes. Yeah, that hat. I can't believe I didn't see her wear the pink cowboy hat. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So the Manny outfit. Mm-hmm. I don't do MVOs, so no. I, don't, I don't have No, you don't have anything to rate for this one? No, not really. I would have loved to see her in that cowboy hat. Yeah. You know. I don't think it's quite a cowboy hat. I just think it's like a fancy lady hat. It looks like a Madonna in the video music. Oh, yeah. Maybe that is a cowboy hat. It's like a different shade of pink than her shirt. Carmen Sandiego. Yes, it is kind of a Carmen Sandiego hat. So, yeah. So, that was my uh, MVO. Uh, MVPs are going there. Go. We always do go, go there. there first. Jesus Christ, this is your first rodeo, Rachel? How many Apparently, times I'm not wearing a cowboy hat. If I were my second rodeo, I'd be wearing a cowboy hat. Do you hat. think they like gave her that cowboy hat? She was like, I'm not fucking wearing this. <laughs> and she was like, I'm just like, I'm cleverly. just gonna carry it. Yeah, that could be it. They could have just not had her use it. Period. Just, but you know, maybe that's something to hold. What? Uh, how much do you think this episode went there? I gave it a five. Yeah, because it's, virginity it's like loss. cheating, virginity loss, cheating on girlfriend, um, cancer, cancer, and killing a child. But many episodes ago. So now, is this gonna be? He hides it from Ashley, and then she finds out, and then she breaks up with him, and that's how that happens. Yeah, I think <clears> so. <throat> and a few more episodes. Interesting. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. That's going to be a fun ride. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with 5-2 because I think you're right. I think things things happen, especially yeah. setting, setting but in But enjoyment, maybe a 1, maybe a 2. I wasn't into this episode. No. I realized I was watching it and I wasn't even paying attention at one point because I found it so, like... It had iffy. my favorite character being my least favorite version. Yeah, it's not herself. it's not a good Manny moment. Do you think she that she liked uh, kissing Craig in the in the scenes? Do you think they liked Maybe. kissing each other? Maybe. Yeah, they probably did. I mean, they're both nice-looking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? for sure. I bet you they dated. You think? Yeah, maybe. I wonder. Uh, Rachel. Yes. I know you're going to be like, I didn't write anybody down. No, I did, actually. I wrote someone down. Here we go. Yeah. It took me a good minute to think of someone, though, for this episode. I bet you we have the same person. Who is your most valuable Degrassian? I kind of wonder if you... I think I might know who you have, maybe. Interesting. I think you... you a, you didn't pick Sully, but you were thinking... Sully! <laughs> I didn't pick Sully. I am going to... Can I guess who I think yours is? Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess Spike. Who's yours? Ashley. Mine is Spike. That's absolutely right. <laughs> I can show... Like, I'm not yeah. lying. I write no. it down. Look. Yeah. I can, is yours Ashley because she comes around, comes to her senses at the end? I think Ashley is the most adult of all the kids. 
mean, she seems like very reasonable and rational in the whole thing. Like she goes out of her way to say, I love you to Craig. And then she like lets him back in when she feels like he's, after she had the talk with Paige. Exactly. How did you know I was going to pick Spike? Did I because you harp said, on that moment? You said something about you're like Spike was great, and yeah. I was just like he's picking Spike. I really, I really give it away. <laughs> yeah, it's too pretty much. easy to figure out. You're an easy read. Uh, Spike did nothing except tell Archie to get the fuck out of the goddamn house, and then he wasn't dying. And, and he she also that. like drove him to work and had lunch for him and was being really upbeat and positive. Which, I like, just like the whole like I'm not gonna let you die. No, exactly. And also like what we had seen in previous weeks is that Spike is like too busy to be around some too, and so the fact that she's like putting so much time and effort with a new baby and a job into her husband who is sick. Um, I like that you really put wonderful. more thought into my MVP than I did. <laughs> I just did it because she told him to get the fuck out no, of the house. I think she's really good. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. That was, that's all very true. Uh, I wish, I, yeah, for Ashley, I just very much appreciated how she handled everything in this episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Uh, Except for the makeout that seemed odd. I kind of agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. When you're a teenager, if you tell someone you love them, they don't say it back. It's pretty devastating. Yeah. You don't let them then, you get mad at them and that person needs to come around to you. And then she was going to bone zone them. Yeah. I mean. No, she didn't. Craig is an idiot for not understanding how to express his feelings, but whatever. He's a teenage boy. I'm not expecting a lot of him, apparently. Ashley's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. I can't fight that one. But there was like, couldn't stand Manny in this episode. No, no way, no way, Couldn't stand Snake in this episode. Couldn't stand Craig. Yeah. Pretty much Spinner is just an idiot as usual, but not in a funny way, except for that bat boy line. Marco is kind of there briefly and like is a good support, but he's not enough. He's not in this episode enough or even like enough of the A story for me to have gone for him. Yeah, he only had like a couple of scenes. And even then it was just like to give advice. Um, last couple of weeks, bad, like not really a lot of MVP choices. Not that we no. pick bad MVPs either time. I mean, I, I feel like it's really hard to choose someone in all these episodes lately. I'm hoping next week is better. Oh, Chris. Chris makes, has a line. In he this says episode. his name. Terry's a blonde now. Was she, she not blonde? She, well, she has only been since this season, but we haven't seen her in anything except for this intro. <laughs> I bet you all her, uh, lacrosse girlfriends. Mm-hmm. She's, on, she's on the travel team. <laughs> yeah, she's on the travel I really, that would have been a great way to explain away her absence. I miss Liberty, guys. I miss Liberty. Oh, and this weekend, who was sorry? I didn't write down anybody saying sorry, but I'm assuming Ashley must have said sorry at the end. Yeah, I feel like she must have said sorry, too. We should probably go back and watch. And yeah, I, I'll say Ashley, but I didn't write her down, write her down mm-hmm. saying sorry. Um, that's it. I honestly feel like should I stay or should I go is like kind of a good title, but also not quite exactly like there's probably better songs out there that could have been done for this episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I can't think of one. Yeah. Yeah. So on that Jolene. Note, that's like yep. a song about cheating. Yeah. Jolene, Jolene. What year did that come out? The 60s. <laughs> so they wouldn't use that for this. Uh, did they only use 80? I guess they do. Yeah. Or at least right now it's all 80 songs. And then I think later on it, it was in the 90s originally, and then it moves back to the 90s at some point. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. 
Love Jolene. I love it. It's a great song. The beauty is beyond compare. It's a good song, but it's a bad message. Yeah. Because it's like she's going to forgive him. There's a song, another great country song, one of my favorite country songs, Loretta Lynn's Fist City. And that's also a victim-blaming song. She's not going to blame her husband for cheating on her. She's going to beat up. I mean, there's definitely something a little ingrained with that because see how mad I am at Manny and not at Craig? Yeah, they're both... I mean, I'm mad at Craig too, but I'm more mad at Manny because of the... I was just like, you don't do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you were, yeah. You're you're like Loretta Lynn in the song mm-hmm. Fist City. Yes. <laughs> One and the same. The song goes like this. I ain't saying my baby's a saint because he ain't or that he won't cat around with a kitty. But I'm telling you now, lay off my man if you don't want to go to Fist City. <laughs> I think the thing is, is that... Fist City, because she's going to beat her up. In general, as women, we think much less of men. <laughs> so yeah. we, don't, we don't think that they know better. <laughs> But with yeah. women, they don't. They should know better. Girl code. Girl code. That's definitely a thing, right? <laughs> if you don't want to go to Fist City, take a detour around my town. Because I'll grab you by the hair of the head and I'll rip you off of the ground. Never listened to a lot of Loretta, Loretta Lynn. Lynn now is, I might. <laughs> uh, Loretta Lynn is so fucking good. Just listen to like a greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Fist City, The Pill. That's a song about how great birth control pills are. Oh, great. In like the 60s and yeah. 70s. We're like, we're not allowed to do that shit. That's amazing. Oh, she's the best. Yeah. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. She put out a great album in like the early 2000s that Jack White produced and mm. like was all over. He played all like. The oh, music. yeah, I remember that. I Van Leer Rose. It's really, mm-hmm. really good. I love Loretta Lynn. I yeah. went to see her in concert. Mm-hmm. She's she's very, very cool. I think she's a Trump supporter. Oh. Well, so we can't like her now. I know. I know. But you can appreciate what she was at one time. Well, she was a big, like, like a very feminist icon in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because she didn't, you know, she fucking got married. Have you ever seen Coal Miner's Daughter? No. Oh, my God. You got to see Coal Miner's Daughter. So you she, know I haven't seen anything, well, right? You got to see that. Okay. That's Sissy Spacek won an Oscar. For yeah, that. yeah. Tommy Lee Jones plays do 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 little Lynn do do, who cheats on her all the time, and she did. They she, he died as they were fucking a husband and wife till the day he died. He, she loved him, mm-hmm. but they fucking got married when she was like twelve years old. Oof. And she and he was like old. He was not old, but he was like eighteen or above. Mm-hmm. And they got married. She had like. 10 kids or some shit. Jeez. But before she was like 20. Mm-hmm. So she didn't even start. I mean, I'm probably telling I don't research. I don't know if you know this. I don't do a lot of research because <laughs> we just wing it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know the particulars. I think she was 12 or 13 years old. Uh-huh. And then she had a fucking shit ton of kids. She didn't start even playing music until she was like well into her, like, I don't think, maybe not 30s, but like late 20s. Uh-huh. And he was her manager. Wow. And they were together. He used to cheat on her, and they were together the whole time. Wow. And she knew. That's why she sings that song, Fist City. Yeah. I ain't saying my baby's a saint because he ain't. Like, she knows. Yeah, yeah. That's my fucking, that's my ride or die. Yeah. Do. You got to see Coleman. You got to mm-hmm. come over here. We got to watch it. Okay. It's a great okay. movie. We'll do it one time. Oh. Loretta Lynn is a, is a national treasure, but mm-hmm. I think she might have turned into a Trump supporter. I know you said it already. One of my heroes. I love that woman. Mm -hmm. Anyway. She also got married at a very young age. 
Yeah, well, she was like barefoot and pregnant. That that you know that term that mm-hmm. was like what she was like from the time. And but like her father, <clears throat> like gave her away to this guy. That yeah. was like the fuck, and that wasn't yeah. that long ago. No, but the South was weird. Yeah, my mom's oldest sister got married when she was sixteen, and her husband really? was eighteen. Wow, and she's like a stepsister, so she she's like a good like twenty some years older than my mom. 25, 22, something like that. Man, that's young. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, right? And she was married. She loved her husband. It's Same like high school sweethearts, you know? It's It seems weird to me because it's like, just wait. <laughs> like, right. what's the rush? Right. Anyway, well. Yeah. It's fun talking about Loretta Lynn. I love Yeah. That. Get me started. Got everybody see Coal Miner's Daughter if you haven't seen it. What mm-hmm. a great movie. Mm-hmm. From Butcher Holler. This was great. Great episode. No, Terrible the episode, episode. <laughs> our episode was great. Terrible the episode TV of show Degrassi. Bad. Ugh, it made me just want to skip through. I was like, can we just skip this one and go to the next one? <laughs> like, I'm finding even... the show is diminishing returns upon like reviewing it. Yeah. Uh, some There's of some great. some great moments. It's can just I be honest? As much as we get like shit on them a mm-hmm. lot because they're like te- a little more tedious. Mm-hmm. The two parters are the best. They're the episodes. good ones. Yeah. And I feel like we used to have good one-parter episodes before, but some of them just they just haven't been great lately. The best one-parter episodes are the ones that are funny. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get one of those soon. Next week is not going to be funny. Oh, fine. It's Bleak City. What's the name of the band? If you don't want to go to Bleak City, take a detour around Ellie cutting herself. <laughs> Pretty sure that's the episode next week. What's the title? What's the band? Icicle Works. Yeah. <laughs> Whisper to a scream. That's the song that it's called. That's oh, we'll talk about that next week. I don't That's want to get ahead song. of ourselves. I'm just giving them, I'm giving the broomheads a little uh, uh, sneak preview. Mm-hmm. P-R-E-V-U-E. Yeah. Preview. Siskel and Ebert, give it two thumbs up. Both dead now. We already did that. We've done them. <laughs> We've already done them. What did we say about them? Something about them. If being... their corpses had their thumbs, <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. That's one of the funniest things that's ever been. <laughs> I can be funny when I want to be. Oh man, that's one of the funniest things that <laughs> has ever been uttered on this podcast. I can also be a curmudgeon when I want to be. No shit. <laughs> so anyway, on that note, what a night. What a night. Late. I hate that oh, song. Oh, what a night. I hate that fucking song. That song can go <laughs> shit in a fucking... I hope that's an episode title. Asshole. That song can go shit in an asshole is what I said. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I hate that fucking song. Mm-hmm. Who sings that shit song? Hall and Oates? I don't know. I hate sure. Hall and Oates. Remember like there was like this recent resurgence of oh, fucking Hall and Oates? Yes. People were like, private eye stuff. Hall and Oates. I hate that's Hall and That's my private eye clap. Hall and Oates sucks. I'm here to tell you. Mm-hmm. Hall and Oates sucks. <laughs> Stupid yacht rock. So on that, that. on that note, I, hate that shit. I think it's time Don for us Henley to go for the, the week. fucking bullshit. Who else? I love the Boys of Summer. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty good song. Yeah. And then I also didn't mind it when the Ataris covered it. I like Fleetwood Mac a lot. Oh, God, I love Fleetwood Mac. I like Fleetwood Mac a lot. You know me. I love Fleetwood Mac. I do know you, Rachel Ikniowski. My mom kind of looks like Stevie Nicks, so I think Ooh. that I just like associate the two with each other. Steven Nicks. <laughs> Miss Steven Nicks. <laughs> All right. All right, pals. 
we'll <laughs> talk to you I'd, next week. We sure will. Do all the things that you're not going to do. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.